Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to this Monday edition of AutoLine Daily for the 5th of March. Last Friday, General Motors announced it will shut down production of the Chevrolet Volt for five weeks because of slow sales that caused inventory to balloon up. That made national headlines and really lit up the anti-government motors crowd that has vilified the Volt. Specifically, Chevy has a whopping 154 days of inventory for the Volt. But guess what? The Volt actually outsold the Nissan Leaf by two to one last month, and it outsold the Mitsubishi I by more than 40 to one. So if you think that GM is having problems with slow selling electric cars, Nissan and Mitsubishi must be pulling their hair out. Remember, by the end of the year, Nissan is supposed to open its new plant in Tennessee that can build 200,000 battery packs and 150,000 more Leafs every year. California took a step towards allowing autonomous cars on its roads by introducing legislation that will allow that to happen. Nevada was the first state in the U.S. to enact legislation allowing autonomous cars, and Bloomberg reports that Hawaii, Oklahoma, Florida, and Arizona are in the process of doing the same thing. While autonomous cars are not yet ready for sale, proponents want to make sure that the laws are on the books that will be ready for them. And over in China, BYD announced that it's working on what it calls remote controlled driving technology that will allow cars to park themselves in spots where it's too tight to open the doors, as well as turn right and left at low speeds. If you're hungry for alternative fuels, GM has your meal ticket. Late this year, the company will offer dual fuel versions of the GMC Sierra and Chevrolet Silverado. Both heavy-duty pickups will be able to run on either gasoline or compressed natural gas. With both tanks topped off, the driving range should exceed 650 miles or well over 1,000 kilometers. The trucks will be assembled at GM's plant in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then shipped to a separate supplier for conversion to CNG, and they'll go on sale in April. It's no secret that Chrysler is roaring back. Overall, its U.S. sales were up 35% last month, but it's not just happening in America. Chrysler jumped to the number one selling spot in Canada last month for the second month in a row. Wrangler sales were up 37% compared to the same time last year, but more impressively, car sales led by the 200 and 300 doubled. Yeah, doubled. Renault is introducing a new gasoline engine, a 1.2-liter four-cylinder that's going in the redesigned Megane. It delivers an impressive 115 horsepower with fuel consumption of just 5 liters per 100 kilometers. That's about 47 miles per gallon. This is a square engine, meaning the bore very closely matches the stroke. This allows for big valves and easy breathing something that Renault learned from its Formula One racing program. 
It also features a friction-reducing graphite coating on the pistons. Renault hopes this power plant will be a popular choice in Russia and China, where customers favor gasoline over diesel. I'm Seamus McElroy, and I'm almost in Italy. And coming up next, to look at the Fiat Abarth. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Here in America, if you want a quick taste of Italy, you can come to places like the Venetian in Las Vegas. But if you're in the mood for something quick from Italy, look no further than the Fiat Abarth. Powertrain is completely different from the base car. You have a 1.4, which is about the only thing that's the same. They're both 1.4 liter engines. But this one is a 1.4 liter twin intercooled turbocharged four cylinder. And internally, it's completely different. I mean, this is built to handle the demands of the high horsepower this puts out. It puts out 117 horsepower per liter, which is a very high specific output for, per liter has a forged crankshaft, forged connecting rods, full floating pistons with, that are actually oil cooled. I mean, this is, this is race technology in this engine. Has a very high capacity, five-speed manual transmission, equal length drive shafts to handle that extra power, and then of course, a completely different suspension to make sure that the car stays under control and has electronic torque transfer system to make sure that you get all the traction you need at all times. When Fiat was developing the Abarth, they wanted to attract a new type of customer. Someone who wanted more than just transportation, something a little more fun. So the cars get, you know, it's uh, as you see with the with the big step up in power and uh, kind of the more capability. It, we we believe it's really going to attract kind of a younger uh, buyer that's looking for kind of a real good value. It's a twenty-two thousand dollar base price, so it's a lot of car for a reasonable amount of money. Uh, we think. It's got a lot of the efficiency type things that the base 500 does, but it's got, you know, again, a lot more power performance. So it's going to attract a different kind of buyer, someone who's not only looking for efficiency, but also for performance. The Abarth will be in dealerships this spring, and I'll have more about it in an upcoming AutoLine Daily. In Las Vegas, Nevada, I'm Seamus McElroy. Thanks for that report, Seamus. Say, did a Jewish engineer actually come up with the design of the original Volkswagen Beetle? And did Hitler rip him off? Be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours, where we'll be talking with the author of a book who claims just that. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information in the business. That's AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back here tomorrow.